Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPJ number 44, that's Bayez Pnimi, joint share for men and women, share number 44. We're in the middle of the book Eight Dates by John and Julie Gottman and Doug and Rachel Abrams, date number three, which is, let it, let's get it on, it's about sex and intimacy, and we're going to now summarize what, um, what this chapter talked about in the last few shiurim. And Metzeshem, this year and an upcoming year or two, we're going to elaborate more on this subject, and then we're going to get on to the next date for Ezez Hashem. To summarize um, the concepts of the last few shiurim and what to take with you as you work together to communicate regarding the sexual aspects of the relationship, is to understand that these romantic, again, romantic using the term in a healthy sense, not what the culture tells us in Hollywood, but what um, true Torah values tell you of the special, unique Kesher between a husband and a wife, is to have these ri- intimate rituals that uh, personally a husband and a wife has with each other to connect with each other, uh, to keep the relationship happy and passionate. And as long as Baruch Hashem most of us, with Hashem's protect, protection and help and siyat d'shmaya, that we are healthy, and or relatively healthy, and we're able to connect in a physical way. It is a tool, it is a means that Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us to make the relationship happy and passionate. And again, like everything else, everything has a physical aspect and, a, and an emotional component and a, and a spiritual component. And Kaddish Baruch Hu wants us in this world to connect in these physical ways. It's also important, and we explain why it's not a stira to tznias, why a married couple, a husband and a wife, need to talk openly. Openly means not on the streets, but openly means between themselves. And sometimes if they have difficulty, they need to go to a counselor coach, an objective rav, to openly discuss these things. Many rabbanim, baruch Hashem, do have this when they recognize a couple needs help in this area and they sense it, young couples, even couples that are married for years, that they sense that part of whatever they're trying to do to help with this couple's shalom bias that are coming to them in other aspects, whether it's midas and financial aspects and children aspects and, and the way they talk to each other, part of the conversation of a rav helping a couple with their issues in marriage to make the shalom bias better is indeed to help and facilitate the deep emotional connection that comes through the physical sexual intimacy. And I've spoken to various Rabbanim, and this is something that they don't talk about publicly often, it's not something that's given in a normal drushes that they give or shurim that they give, which is okay, but the bottom line is, is this is really a part and parcel of what they do to help couples with their shalom bias and to get it on a deeper level to openly discuss the sexual realm with them to increase it to increase it qualitatively and quantitatively they also are aware about how methodologies and the way they could show and explain to husband again husband teachers should do this college teachers should do this and they do to help uh, um, how a wife could experience more pleasure and orgasms and things like this. These are not things that are superficial. This is one of the biggest mistakes people make in life is thinking that these things are superficial. Everywhere else in the world it is superficial and even misused and destructive. In a married life, 
it is not something superficial. Could it become an end in itself and hyper-focus? Of course not. But these things are important. And it's a very difficult, like we said, for the majority of couples to discuss the physical intimate aspects because it's a very vulnerable part of themselves. It's even harder to talk about, like we said last time, of the previous date that talks about disagreements and things that you, you show how different you are from another and to talk those through, which is not easy to talk about either, people ironically have more trouble talking about this topic than they have about those topics because it's a vel- very vulnerable part of themselves. It's very important to get to talk about it and it gets easier over time. You get more comfortable with each other over time and the more you discuss it in an honest way, in an open way with one each other, with each other the more often the sexual intimacy will happen and the more stronger the glue will be to the marriage. And sometimes it's important to discuss it not when you're having intimacy. Again, it can't be triggering. In the neither period, you have to be careful. Even in the Torah period, if it's too triggering, you have to be careful how you talk about it. But if it's possible to talk about it without it being triggering, and sometimes it's easier to talk about it, for some people it's easier to talk about it outside the bedroom when they're not yet in that area, and then they discuss it with each other, and that's helpful too. And sometimes they need to be closer to when they are involved in the sexual intimate act in order to have these conversations. Either way is fine. Try both ways. Again, as long as you know it's not triggering and you know that it's a healthy thing, that is really important. Part of it is, like we said, is to be open, husband to wife, what they like, what feels good. Not to focus on what they're doing wrong or whatever it is. Yes, if something is painful, you have to express that this, this hurts or this is not, and we figure out something to do. And again, if it's a physical issue, you could go to the professionals that could help you with those type of things, like we talked about in other shiurim. But more on the positive notion, this is what makes me feel good, this is what I, how I like to be touched, this is how, 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 you know, and so on and so forth. And... Again, another thing we said that's a very important part is that every married couple is unique and special and has their own mahalach. You have to just honestly look into yourselves to, to know what your normal is, what your normal um, way of doing things and your way of connecting sexually. The problem is, again, because we live in this culture, even those that are you know, protected from it, and but even but especially those that are exposed to it, where you have Instagram these days, and you have just a Hollywood culture, and you have even within our own culture, the married couples, a lot of them are in your face all the time, showing how happy they are. Um, I heard a podcast re- recently, I think from Ruben Epstein, also that him and his wife were counseling a couple a couple together. And they were having problems, but it, it, externally, they had Instagram pages, and when they were on the street, everyone thought they were the happiest and the most connected couple, while they themselves knew that they had issues. A lot, of, a lot of this is pretend, and a lot of this is not what's showing up in reality. And very often, people have this notion, when they look at other people, they think that their marriages are better, or they assume that their sexual, intimate life is better. And the truth is, is this is the kinna type of thing that is just simply not healthy. Besides, we're not going to get into sheer now about kinna and about not being another, not trying to be in another person's shoes. That's a separate discussion. But just on a practical level, 
It's an unhealthy thing. The key really is, is the husband and wife themselves, what's comfortable for them. There's a certain standard, of course, that there needs to be a physical, intimate aspect of a marriage going on all the time, but they work on a compromise between themselves. They work on what their own normal is. They work on their own what excites them is. They have particular questions. They could always ask a Rav, you know, we want to do this and this and that. Is it okay? Or whatever it is, you talk to a Rav. But the idea is, is that one needs to understand that it's a personal choice between a husband and a wife and they work it out between themselves, not looking at what they assume is right from or, or pleasurable from what they see on the streets or from other people, but from within themselves and learning about it in a healthy way. It's also very important to know, and this is a misconception, and by many, married couples, healthily married couples, have more sexual intimacy than couples who are dating or living together in the secular world. That's one thing one needs to know. Another thing one needs to know is that married couples in the secular Gentile world, in the secular world of the, of the non-Jewish culture, they also have less sexual connection as a married couple. And that seems very strange, because again, if you look on the outside, you'll see a couple. We're not talking about people who are unfaithful. That's a separate issue. Believe it or not, believe it or not, as much as we say that married couples that are non-Jewish, for sure they cheat, not necessarily. There are many, many that are faithful and they're straight, and they do not cheat. They have issues with Shemir Sainayim and other things, whatever, but they don't, they don't, they don't have affairs. They stick to one wife, they stick to one husband. But the issue is, though, is that once they're married in the secular world, they have much less of that physical, intimate connection. As much as it looks so nice on the outside that they dress beautifully and they uh, show f- affection outside, hold hands, but there is much less of that than, than a Jewish um, home in a Tariqa view, not just mitzah children, but mitzah the bond of a family life is very important, and that's very important. So now here, what you need to understand also, there are things that could hurt the relationship in the the sexual aspects or the passion aspects. One of those things that could hurt the relationship is when you lack the physical affection, when neither of you or both of you or one of you are not accessing that part of your healthy, and I say this again, healthy aspects of your intimate uh, self to express physical affection towards your wife or to your husband, and I would say even flirting. The word flirting could be tricky, but the bottom line is you do see that it's flirting, meaning showing the attention in that way to express to your husband or wife of your sexual interest that you want to be with them is a very healthy thing. It's something to be practiced, something to be used healthily. It's also a way where one who is receiving the recipient of that flirting needs to know how to handle it graciously and not reject chas v'shalom and to be kind and reciprocate and to have that intimate connection separate from the actual sexual act, but just the, the, the what we call the foreplay type of thing, not just foreplay in the actual um, intimate act, but prior to that, just to simply the, 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 the hints that physical hints and verbal hints that they give to each other of their showing their physical affection and their attractiveness to each other. And another thing that hurts 
relationships if this is an emotional distance, which very often, like we said, the default mode of most marriages is to drift apart. And it's normal because of stress and other things in life. And it's very important to work on getting that emotional closeness and also to work out conflicts in a normal way. These seem unrelated to the sexual physical connection, but it's directly related to it. Another thing is to feel safe emotionally and to feel safe physically. We talked about this a lot. Very often the reason why a husband and a wife are, if they were hurt by each other a lot, not, not forget about not even in the sexual realm, but we're not going to get into that right now, but even on the emotional realm or the spiritual realm where they feel a lack of safety, a lack of trust, or one um, it has a problem with anger. We're not talking about abuse now, also a separate subject, but just they're showing a lack of respect or some anger. That creates that the other one, husband or wife, who goes both ways, feels a lack of safety. And when they feel that lack of safety, it's very hard for them to be vulnerable and be, be very hard for them to open up to being sexually intimate. And therefore, it's important to work on the loyalty, the trust, and to be fully safe with each other. That's a very important point, what I'm saying right now. That means a husband and wife in the privacy of their bedroom or the intimate life together, each one has to know that their husband or their wife is sacred to them and their vulnerabilities when they express their fears and what they like and what they don't like. They don't make fun of it ever. They don't consider it petty. They don't consider it um, um, childish. They take it seriously. They take their emotional wants, delights and dislikes seriously. To show vulnerability requires you to be loyal and safe. Sometimes it's very hard. If, 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 let's say, a wife wants to open up that they like a certain thing or being talked to a certain way during physical intimacy or being touched a certain way, if there's any fear whatsoever that the husband will make fun of it or look down at it or think of you cheaper because of it, that creates a gap, a bridge, a, a, a sort of a separation. Same thing the other way. When the husband wants to express his desires and likes and the, and the wife is not used to it and she'll recoil from it, um, not be, you know, they, and it's a misplaced from kite very often. We're going to talk about that separately. But they need to embrace it. They need to understand it. And even if they discuss things, let's say one of them likes to do something and the other one's not that comfortable with it yet or may not be comfortable. They need to have an open discussion. But while they do that, there is no... Um, lack of respect. There is no lack of trust. Is it the trust level that it's that it's that that, that 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 I love you, and we work it out and we work it through. One needs that feeling of safety in order to be physically intimate. There's no question about it. Another thing that one needs to try to avoid, which is very hard these days, admittingly so, is to avoid exhaustion and avoid stress. And we explain this. It is not easy and. But, but it's something that we need to fight. Something we need to fight even with, you know, if you have young kids and this lack of sleep, especially when a baby is born, you have a lot of young children. And it could be difficult or, or, or sometimes it's a difficult work life and, and other things going on and, and so on and so forth. So everyone suffers from it. It goes up and down a lot. It depends on the couple. But somehow to be willing to get the help, you know, if you could afford babysitting or try to get it, to get that help 
And ironically, what helps a lot is to babysit even when you're home. Again, hopefully it could work out. There's some people have babysitting issues, whatever. But the idea is, is some most of the time, the reason why you hire a babysitter to take care of the children is because you have to go to a wedding, you have to go out, or you want to go out, and so on, which is beautiful. But sometimes it's Kedai just basically is... Um, and again, you have to do this discreetly, but 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 a babysitter or taking out the kids, you know, whatever it is, let's say a Sunday, whatever it is, to take them out so you have the time together or even to rest, to sleep. Another, th- and that's very important, another thing that is could could hurt the sexual connection is when you feel unappreciated. This is where Hakaras Atayv, again, you'll found, look at Hakaras Atayv, and then you talk about sexual passion, it seems like like two separate subjects. This is a big yesai that we're talking about in these Panimi Shurim and in other Shurim that we're going to reiterate again and again because it sounds strange to people when we're taking two subjects that seem totally different worlds and unrelated and we're putting it together and says, what does one thing have to do with the other? Ma Shemitah Eitzel Harsinai type of thing. What feeling unappreciated is a concept of akar satayiv and an emotional aspect, and here we we're talking about the subject of sex and intimacy, but it is there is a direct correlation. There is a direct correlation when one expresses appreciation to a spouse specifically, to a wife, to a husband. It grows the the emotional bond, which ultimately grows the sexual intimate bond. There's no question about it. So remember those things that usually hurt the sexual connection to please do everything you can to overcome it. Number one is to express physical affection, the healthy flirting, the healthy intimate connection, not just the sexual, but also in the just the physical touch and the warmth and to be emotionally close, not emotionally distant, to avoid conflict meaning you, you know you, you deal with conflict in a healthy way. The main nakuda is the safety they need to feel emotionally and physically when they're with each other, to do everything you can to minimize exhaustion and stress, to feed everyone as, as best to the best of their ability, and to appreciate each other. All of these yisaitis are extremely important, and to learn it and to review it and to do everything you can to enhance ability to do this, to create those ritual connections between the two of you, to discuss it openly in a healthy way. It is a, not a lack of sneers to explain it. You don't have to be vulgar. There's not a kalas rash. It's something called a kalas of a lightness there and also openly expressing what you desire and what you want. And the one who's listening needs to treat that with a respect, with an awe, with a, with a loyalty and a love when they're listening to their partner, their husband or wife, expressing to them what their phys- physical sexual desires are, to take it seriously and work with each other to give each other the most pleasure as possible. And that heals relationships and enhances them in all areas of marriage. Brachan